From Washington, D.C., this is On the Ground. As D.C. suffered Thursday under some of the worst air quality in years, brought on by climate change-induced wildfires, those opposed to President Biden's latest massive fossil fuel project rallied outside the White House. Corporate greed is a disease in our country, and you all are on the front lines of making sure we can stop it. Protesters said that Biden's tacking on the controversial Mountain Valley Pipeline to recent debt ceiling legislation is just his latest betrayal of and broken promise to the climate movement and to humanity. This ain't Joe Manchin's country. This ain't Mountain Valley Pipeline's country. This is our country. This is our country. We build this, not MVP. All that and more coming up. Welcome to On the Ground, onthegroundshow.org, Voices of Resistance from the Nation's Capital. I'm Esther Averam. And before we get to the Stop MVP White House rally, first, a few headlines. Former President Donald Trump announced Thursday night that he has been indicted in the federal investigation into his handling of classified documents. Trump made the announcement on his Truth Social platform, and then news organizations confirmed his account adding that Trump faces seven new criminal counts related to the documents, including willful retention of national defense information and conspiracy to obstruct justice, end quote. Trump's own former attorney general, Bill Barr, told CBS News that, quote, this would have gone nowhere had the president just returned the documents, but he jerked them around for a year and a half. There's no excuse for what he did here, end quote. In a ruling that surprised some legal experts, the Supreme Court sided on Thursday with black voters in Alabama who challenged that state's gerrymandered voting districts as discriminatory. Though black people make up 27 percent of Alabama's population, only one of the state's seven districts is majority black. The court's opinion was written by Chief Justice John Roberts and backed by Justices Katanji Brown-Jackson, Elena Kagan, Brett Kavanaugh and Sonia Sotomayor. On the ground spoke to Evan Milligan, the lead plaintiff in the case, Alan V. Milligan, and previously known as Merrill V. Milligan, outside the Supreme Court last year. So if you're in that crowd of people that feel like voting is not important to you, one thing I would say is, for many of you, voting is a choice. And the, the choice not to vote is a choice. People fought for a long time and gave up their lives even, and certainly sometimes large levels of comfort. They gave up a lot to make sure that we have those choices. And there's a reason that those choices, that there are you know, hundreds of millions of dollars being spent today to, to uh, take those choices away from us. So if, you follow, if, you're, if you're a person that follows the money, then you wanna say, well, you know, I'm choosing not to do this. Why do they care so much? Mm-hmm. I don't even vote. It's a good reason to pay attention to it. If they're trying to make it harder for people in your community and family to vote, mm-hmm. that's not an accident. 
And in Black Lives Matter news, it took four days for 58-year-old Susan Lawrence of Ocala, Florida, to be arrested after she shot through her closed front screen door and killed a neighbor, A.J. Owens, a mother of four. Owens went to Lawrence's home after Lawrence had allegedly thrown an iPad and skates at her children and called them racial slurs. Lawrence is white. Owens is black. Owens' mother spoke out at a press conference this week. Our three-year-old toddler, who has no idea what's going on, only that he has not seen his mother. He will never feel his mother's kiss, his mother's arms wrapped around him, his mother bathing him. That's all been taken away for the senseless act of this woman shooting and killing their mother because she knocked on the door. Here in D.C., a family and supporters are demanding accountability in the death of Alante Scott, who was shot seven times in the back and killed by U.S. Marshals in February. Black Lives Matter D.C. is demanding that the district's Metropolitan Police Department, which was also on the scene, release body camera footage of the shooting. And in culture and media, it was standing room only for the launch of Gerald Horn's new book, Revolting Capital, Racism and Radicalism in Washington, D.C., June 3rd here in D.C., The launch was a fundraiser for WPFW Pacifica Radio. And the D.C. Caribbean Film Fest is underway through June 14th at the AFI Silver Theater and Cultural Center in Silver Spring, Maryland. The festival features 11 films representing eight Caribbean countries. For more information, visit afisilver.afi.com or email africaworldnowproject at gmail.com. And those are our headlines and happenings. Stay with us. Welcome to DC. You know what got at the USA Cup. You're taking a smiley. I'm taking a smiley. Now you go at home. You will be right back. Well, we will be right here. We will be right here. You know where you're at the USA Cup. You're taking a smiley. I'm taking a smiley. Yard. 
nothing for the journey now. We've had our minds, we got them made up. We're gonna stay in this fight until we win. Keep your eyes on the prize. Keep your eyes on the prize. Keep your eyes on the prize. You and you, and you and you, you and you, and you and you, you hold on. And you say, Thank you. So you see that sign that says Mani Inese, water is alive. That is how we say that in our language. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming out here today and standing up for the MVP or standing up to stop the MVP and stopping the MVP Southgate. So I'm from North Carolina and it's kind of crazy that we're hearing this wildfire haze. Humanity has reached a breaking point. Look around. It is fitting that we are now, that the earth is on fire. We are here. We will have to live with fire from now on. Because of Western colonization and taking away how people steward it, and I mean everybody, how we care for the lands now, we have lost control. Lala June Johnson once said, in an attempt to outsmart nature, we have outsmarted ourselves. We are nature. Passing the rollbacks on NEPA has set the course. Joe Biden, we are destroying the earth and we are destroying ourselves. We have fought this pipeline for 10 years. We are not giving up. We are not giving up. The environmental injustices we are experiencing is now a battlefield in Congress and we have to win this battle. I want you to say this after me. When we fight, we win. When we fight, we win. Say it with me now. Mani Inese. Mani Inese. Mani Inese. Thank you. I'm Dr. Crystal Cavalier, Okanichi Saponi. Alito Ching Machukma Yakoke Ishto Yakoke Ishto Achatasia Aoklasia Anitasia Atuskasia Sahochifo Yat Jason Keck Anakma Abanoke tomorrow we will win. So I didn't prepare anything for you, I just speak from my heart when I'm in these positions and I ask that the great spirit or the great mystery or that great creator of all of these things guide my words. And so I can tell you that I feel 
that there's only one good thing about this corrupt decision, about this criminal decision, about attaching one civil servant so-called personal gain, personal pocket. And the only good thing about that is because now some of you that was raised under historical conditions know that reservation practices in politics, although maybe intended for us, are now being suffered by all of us. That plantation politics may have been intended for us, but are now being suffered by all of us. And so now that we understand that, we know to be smarter than to vote on someone that might have been a Jim Crow sympathizer or an Indian policy abuser. We don't vote on these people because they're the so-called better option. There's only one better option. That's somebody that actually cares about humans and human values. Human values don't care about paper money. Soulless paper manufactured money. Human values care about human needs. Drinking water, clean, clear, preserved. Mountains, mountains, sacred things put on here by the Creator that we can climb to and see all the beauty. Our children, our elders, their safety, their health, that's wealth. None of these other things are values. So now vote like that. Now that we stand together, whatever descendancy we come from, whatever part of this beautiful globe we come from, whatever culture, condition, complexion, religion, stand together and don't vote for criminals on either side. And I love you all for having the courage to be here. Let's give it up one more time for Dr. Crystal Cavalier Cat and Jason Crazy Bearback of Seven Directions of Service. Next up, you're gonna wanna listen for this one. We have seven-year-old Danger and his mom Amber from North Carolina. Give it up for them. Beautiful hello and greetings to you, my friends. My name is Amber Meredith. I live in the city of Asheville, North Carolina, and my family is from Fort Peck and Frankfurt on the Oder. I am from the Red Bottom Band of the Assiniboine Nation and an Ashkenazi Jew. I am here today to stand and fight for the things that my ancestors sacrificed their lives for the previous seven generations. I am here to stand with my son and sacrifice myself to give him a possibility of a future that those in Congress, Senate, and Joe Biden voted to deny. 
They are trying to deny our children a future by killing our water, by killing our sacred land, all for money. Children are watching. They are listening. They learn by what they see, not by what they are told. And they see everything. With that, I am handing it off to my son. Yesterday, I spent all day talking to people who worked hard to fight against the MVP. Thank you for all your hard work and support, but the fight is not over. I'm going to read you a speech to show you how I really feel. It's been less than a year, and I'm back again to fight for the sacred. We need to protect the water. We're poisoning our water by building the pipeline. We can't drink gas or oil. We need water to survive. I'm too young to die because of your greed. I'm talking to you, Joe Biden. Do better. My life matters more than your money. Water is sacred. Water is life. Without water, we have no future. I'll give another round of applause to Danger and Amber Meredith for their strength to speak out. Up next, we have West Virginian landowner, powerhouse, Maury Johnson. Maury, can I have you come up here? Before I get started, I want everybody to be really quiet for a second. In the crowd here, you'll see some signs of some people. Hold these signs up high, people. Come up this way, Mirage. Let's see people see these people. Before I tell you who they are, I want to take a moment. Nine months ago, we were here. Same mission. The incomparable mother of all resistors, Joy Braun, was with us. And we need to remember Joy and all the people who have sacrificed themselves fighting for environmental and social justice. These people you see here are West Virginia and Virginia neighbors of mine who have been fighting the fossil fuel industry, mountaintop removal, pipelines for decades. Some of them more recently. Some of them are next door neighbors who passed away. And some of them, quite honestly, had their life cut short from the stress in the Atlantic Coast Pipeline. So, just a second, everybody. Say a prayer for these people. Remember, that's what a sacrifice looks like. I'm what a sacrifice looks like. If they allow this dirty deal to, it was in this debt relief feel to stand you you are what a sacrifice looks like if they can sacrifice me and my neighborhood and my community a pristine very pristine community with high biodiversity the appalachian trail for more than 100 miles they're coming for you next they came for me they are coming for you next they will do whatever they want and this corrupt government is allowing it to happen and actually hating it. Think about that. This has got to stop 
It's got to stop now. And on the last, I'm going to cut it short. We're fighting for a future. Not one that's filled with smoke. I think Mother Nature sent her representative here today. Mother Nature sent her representative to New York, to the financial capital of the world. Mother Nature is sending this to Appalachia tomorrow. We do not want this smoke and climate change and stuff. Thank you all for coming. I love each and every one of you. And now let's tell them, hell no, three times. I want to say, I want to say one, two, three. So hell no Joes. One, two, three. Hell no Joes! Hell no Joes! Hell no Joes! Thank you. You're listening to voices from the Stop MVP rally held outside the White House on Thursday, June 8th, 2023. The last voice you heard was Maury Johnson of West Virginia. Before him, seven-year-old Danger and his mother, Amber Meredith, Jason Keck and Crystal Cavalier Keck, co-founders of Seven Directions of Service. And the first voice was Bernadette B.J. Lark of Roanoke, Virginia. This is On the Ground. I'm Esther Averam. Stay with us as we hear more from the rally. justice be a reality and not just a political football. 
We are the movement of people who have organized and galvanized against pipelines that have sought to take our land, destroy our drinking water, hurt our families and our communities. We are the movement. And there are those, there are those who use and abuse their power and their authority against us, against the people, people who they swear an oath to protect, people who they say the Constitution protects, and yet they make decision after decision that shows us they care much more about corporations' profits than people's lives. They may care a whole lot more about what stakeholders on Wall Street think than about the water that we drink. We've got people in position, from presidents to senators, who are making decisions that have horrible ramifications for our communities. And this movement is fighting back. This movement is pushing back because we know that there is a different way for us to be. There is a different reality for us to have. And we deserve it. We deserve it. We deserve it. Because this ain't Joe Manchin's country. This ain't Mountain Valley Pipeline's country. This is our country. This is our country. We build this, not MVP. We make this nation run. And it's about time that the people who have been empowered by the people fight for the people. Speak up for the people. Do justice for the people. Now y'all know I got invited to this White House about a month ago. Right back there is the Oval Office. I was in the Oval Office. I met with the President and the Vice President. It was great. We talked a little bit about Willow. Talked a little about environmental justice because I don't know if people know this or not. The President's son was killed because of environmental justice. He got cancer after burn pits, after he was living near burn pits for a number of years, serving in the military. The military industrial congressional complex, one of the greatest institutions of environmental and climate harm in the country. So it's not that the president doesn't know what environmental injustice looks like and the consequences that it has to our lungs and to our lives and to our families. But there's a lack of moral courage that has happened. A, a corruptible courage is what we're dealing with now in this White House, and this Congress, and it is time for change. It, it is time for change, and I'm convinced that the people who are going to make that change happen, they're right here. The people who are going to make that change happen are right here. And the reason that I believe this is because I know we will never quit. So we will win. We will never quit. And we will win. We will never quit. And we will win. We will never quit. And we will win. We gotta tell Joe Manchin we will never quit. We gotta tell President Biden we will never quit. We gotta tell the MVP developers we will never quit. And because we will never quit, we know we will win. I'm done. Y'all know me. I'm the son of a preacher. And so I can go long and it's getting warm. But how is it that we can have so much courage? How, even in the face of so much legislative, slow violence of lynching, of environmental and climate injustice, can we still stand tall? 
and our belief that there is a different future possible is because I believe in this movement. I believe in this movement because this movement is not rooted in money. It's not rooted in political power and pedigrees. It's rooted in love. It's rooted in love of place. It's rooted in love of people from West Virginia to Virginia to North Carolina to Memphis, Tennessee to California to Nebraska. This movement is rooted in love. And a movement that's rooted in love will always win. A movement that's rooted in love will always win. A movement that's rooted in love will always win because we don't need money to help us to keep going. All we need is the type of spirit we've got. A spirit of resistance, a spirit of persistence, a spirit that says we know that we will win because we know we will never, ever quit. Now I'm really done. We're just going to end. We are the movement. We are. We are. We are. We're the movement that D.C. needs and Virginia needs and West Virginia needs and the United States of America needs. We are. So let us fight and let us win. Representative Rashida Tlaib, ready to speak. Welcome, Representative Tlaib. Thank you. Hi. I want to thank you all so much for being here. I know they want me to face there, but your courage being out here is so important. For me as a mother to see DC schools say it's too unsafe to allow children to play outside today. That's where we're at now because we're not moving with the urgency that is needed. So thank you for being out here. You know, the White House needs to understand this is not only a climate emergency and a climate crisis, but the fact of the matter is corruption needs to stop. Instead of fossil fuel industry inside, right now, the White House drafting these bills, it should be the people of the United States. It should not be corporations that fuel fueled with profit and corporate greed because corporate greed is killing us. Every single day. You know, I grew up in Southwest Detroit where I thought it was normal. I thought it was normal that my friends had gotten asthma, respiratory issues. I thought it was normal that it smelled like that. I thought it was normal to have trucks rumbling by my park where we played or our schools. It's not normal. It's not normal to play outside and come inside and smell like rotten eggs because of the hydrogen sulfide. It's not normal for us to have Literally notices saying, you can't play outside today. It's too polluted. All I keep thinking about is all the children in my district right now having asthma attacks because of this. Because we're not moving with urgency. Because people are paying for access to the White House. They're paying to write these bills. Time is up. This is a crisis that is not going anywhere. It's just getting worse. And we need to move with the urgency that is needed. Because we have a right to breathe clean air. And we shouldn't have to beg the president or any administration for, to do something about it. We shouldn't have to get arrested to breathe clean air. We shouldn't have to sit there and push and push for the human dignity that we deserve. Enough. Enough. You know... I keep telling people, how many more scientists? How many more times you gotta study this? I'm tired of getting 
the front lines. They're literally, literally dying, getting sick, while we don't even have universal health care, while many are going bankrupt because of public health impact. Do you know what one asthma attack can do to a whole family because of bills that come? It's time. It's time to say no more. Mountain Valley Pipeline should have never been part of the debt crisis deal, ever, ever. Tell you something, what the hell does the pipeline have to do with reducing the deficit? It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Bullshit. I call bullshit. Don't tell me this is about the deficit. This is not about reducing, this is about making more money. There's the folks that literally profit off of pollution in our country, in this world. It's enough. It is. Corporate greed is a disease in our country. And you all are on the front lines and making sure we can stop it. It shouldn't be this hard to say we deserve clean water. We deserve communities where we can walk out with our kids and not worry about an asthma attack. We shouldn't sit there and wait and test and look at this and say this is normal. I mean, you got right-wing people saying, well, China got this all the time and India and all these, what, what are you talking about? That is not how you're supposed to be talking about it. This is a global crisis. If anything, many of those countries have showed us what doing nothing looks like. If anything, look at them. They're suffering right now because of it. And we're suffering now. I know my community, we haven't met clean air standards in so long. You know, when I hear my staff say, I got a headache just walking outside. We can't normalize that. We can't normalize indigenous communities literally being wiped out again because of people sitting there wanting to open up pipelines and destroy communities. You know, you all got to continue to speak truth to power. You got to all continue to speak this truth because I'm telling you, those that have access to the White House, they don't care about us. They just care about the profit and the bottom line. They don't care. They don't care that we got a broken healthcare system. They don't care that I got to oh, go, go to these various schools and they got no clean water coming out of their fountains. They don't care. They don't care that all of this is just continuing to again destroy our planet in a way that I don't know if we can come back from. So thank you all for being out here. You know, my, my team uh, came up with uh, Down with MVP, No Fossil Fuel. You guys know this song? Does anybody, nobody see, nobody knows this song. Down with MVP, go fossil fuel. No, no, go fossil fuel. Free. I got, I got it, McKinsey. That's why I got the young people on my team. It's down with MVP, go fossil free. You guys, we, where is the DJ? We need a, like the background sign. Anyways, I, I can, I cannot thank you all enough. Y'all, when people were talking about this over a decade ago, and I was in the state house and advocating, and they're saying this is a climate emergency, this is a climate crisis. We gotta declare this as a climate emergency. They've been talking about this for decades. It's time, y'all. We're in the middle of this day. This was all scheduled before all of this. And look at us. If, if there is no higher spirit telling us that something has to happen, I don't know what, I mean, this is, look at this. Today, children can't play outside at school in this heat. They can't come outside because of all this. We have a right to breathe clean air, y'all. We have a right to demand to save our earth and where we all live and breathe and raising our families and, and so much more. So please continue to speak truth to power, continue to demand it. And President Biden, we all are out here because we want you to do the right thing. 
We want you to declare a climate emergency and do the right thing. And please, let's focus on making sure that corporate greed is not the driver of policies in our country. It is the, that's the only way we're going to continue to get sicker and the communities to continue to get poorer and continue to, uh, uh, communities and families getting divided because of this. So thank you all so much and thank you again the courage of those that are standing behind me. You all inspire me every single day. You credibility for myself and so many of others have been saying this on the House floor, all over our communities. This girl from Southwest Detroit is with you. I can tell you, I never ever thought that I would be here saying something like this to you all, is that we deserve clean air. Because I really grew up as a six, seven year old girl thinking it was normal. It was normal. It's not normal. All right, y'all, you just heard from Representative Rashida Tlaib. Let's give it up for the representative. You heard from Dr. Crystal Cavalier Keck and Jason Crazy Bear Keck. You heard from Amber Meredith and her son, Danger Winslow. You heard from Maury Johnson. Thank you. I'm going to hand it off to BJ Lark from Roanoke, Virginia. Thanks, BJ. Powerful words just spoken. Very powerful words. Very uplifting and encouraging. My question, who in their right mind thinks it's okay to poison water and air. It, it does, it's, it's illogical. Sociopaths. And for what? Greed? More money? And I can speak from their souls. Those are the type of people that actually don't care if there's anything left. Even for their own children if they have any or generations to come. They want what they want now, and it doesn't matter if there's anything left. But we will not let anyone turn us around. We have come thus far by faith, and we will not stop until we see Biden called out as he just was today for the deceit and the betrayal. There were promises made, which is why I voted. So when the people speak, you listen. What are the people saying? What are the people saying? So please join in, in this song. If you know it and if you don't, it's easy to pick up. It just simply says, I ain't going to let nobody turn me around. I'm going to keep on, keep on walking up to. And it's not freedom until our children can come outdoors and breathe clean air. We demand the poison to stop. A lot of my brothers and sisters, the often silence, ask me all the time, why would you put your body in a sacrificial zone? My answer, 
We're in this together. We've always been in this together. And we will remain in this together. And we will not stop until it is good for all, not some. And for those of you who reach out to me all the time and say, well, you have to admit it's better. Better has never meant good. And it never will. Better for who? Better for who? Yes, this is divine. On the day that we decided, we would gather and we would not be turned around. We would discover that the air quality, known as pollution, look it up, Grays Ferry, Philadelphia, Flint, Michigan, Newark, New York, New Jersey. This is not new. I'm a low country Gullah Geechee girl from South Carolina. And I know what it's like. The past police resistance. Well, they've gotten so greedy, they run out of those places, and now they're coming for us all. So when I tell you we're in this together, that is going to be the only way to call Biden out for making promises that was easy to keep because it was in the best interest of the communities that voted for him that he promised he would serve. So I'm going to go ahead and get the song over with. And I hope that you all will join in because this is real. This, when you see people drop dead from heat strokes, asthma attacks, DuPont girl cancer, Savannah Riverside, I grew up smack down in the middle of both. This is real. And the time is now. We rise together. Let's get a tempo going, if you don't mind. I ain't gonna let nobody Nobody, we're gonna keep on walking, keep on talking, marching up the freedom land. We ain't gonna let nobody turn me, turn me. We ain't gonna let nobody. We're gonna keep on walking, keep on talking, marching up the freedom land. We ain't gonna let bad policy turn us around, turn us around, turn us around. We ain't gonna let bad policy We're gonna keep on walking, keep on talking, marching up the freedom land. We ain't gonna let broken promises turn us around, turn us around. We ain't gonna let broken promises we're going to keep on walking, keep on talking, marching up the freedom land. 
We ain't gonna let nobody turn us around. Turn me. We ain't gonna let nobody. We're gonna, and we're gonna, and we're gonna, and we're gonna keep on walking, keep on talking, keep on walking, keep on talking, keep on walking, keep on talking, marching on to freedom. It's the longest, uh, my hats and respect off to you. Those that have been doing this generationally, historically, my prayers are with you every day. I want to educate you on a little bit, something about this building here and this thing that we call democracy, which I don't know how many days ago just turned on its end and they made a unilateral decision to federally impose something on the people that restrictions had been fought for for decades, that they made a unilateral decision as they said the words environmental racism or environmental justice, speaking against environmental injustice, as they said those words to get elected, to get our hopes up, to get our smiles and our hearts feeling like it was going to be peaceful, they made a, a unilateral decision on Memorial Day weekend to go to to impose these permit regulations and fast track these things. So does anybody want to think about, have you ever looked in the newspaper and they tell you about how these Congress and senators had to get home on Friday to the golf course so they couldn't pass a federal funding bill? You've seen those, right? But to beat us, or to think they beat us, they met on a Saturday and Sunday of Memorial Day weekend to flip the rules that they made that we won. So I want to go back to the history of this, this idea that these folks got. This is democracy that they call it in their colonized language is an indigenous principle. And I'm not going to say that indigenous people didn't have our share of conflict. But you know what? We don't honor the stories of our wars. We honor the stories of how we made peace. One of those makings of peace was a confederacy of five, now six nations, but those nations adopted many nations that they were trying to pick off. They actually adopted my wife's Okanichi Saponi Tutelo Nation and brought them up to sanctuary in Canada in the 1700s. But those nations, before it was actually colonization and genocide and brutalization, when it was just fair, peaceful trade, they had something that they had founded for generations called the Great Law of Peace. The colonizers heard of such a thing and said, we want to steal that and make it ours so that we're different from that European monarchy that we ran from in Europe. Now, they stole everything, but you know what they left out? The most principal concepts of the Great Law of Peace. The women's voice is not only important, but the elder women, the clan mothers, the great-grandmothers get the last word. The other principle is that the most vulnerable of our communities gets a word. The sick, the, the ones with less things.
things, the poor, if you will. But we didn't have those words because none of our people were poor. But those that were vulnerable in the community got to sit in there with the council and have their voice heard and appreciated and respected. So they stole this thing called democracy and they said, we're going to take all the good things, but we're going to keep it only to white men. So no disrespect to my white male brothers, but we've had how many hundreds of years of white old men failing? I believe it is time for some new ideas, some new concepts, and not just bringing up our non-European descendants, giving them a suit, giving them a little bit in their pocket, and turning them into colonizers. We don't need that. We need our idealistic young people that have values that don't honor things like money and things and capital and consumption. They don't need to go to the fast track and get their burger made in 30 seconds because they remember how much better the food is when grandma takes hours to make it. We need people with those values. We understand that all of us are two-legged human neighbors. I've got descendancy from three of the so-called racial classes that I don't even believe in. But I say achatasia because otherwise my great-grandmother family will be invisibilized. I say achatasia because that language was illegal to be spoken to many of my generations. So I've been asked to sing a song that was just kind of like, uh, I got to educate you before I sing this song. Because it's a song that united the American Indian movement, but a lot of people have a bad concept of that. They think it's an organization that just came together in the 70s after watching the black liberation movement out of prisons, out of poverty, out of uh, alcohol and addiction um, uh, victory and got us our religious rights and cultural rights back. If you have ever been in an A meeting, they will say, no, it's not an organization, it's a spiritual movement that has been going on since our first ancestor was brutalized. Yes. However long ago, you do the math. So in the spiritual movement, like I said, you all are all being subject to plantation and reservation politics because that was the plan all along. So this is actually a unity song. I'm allowed to sing it because I do run in a circle in North Carolina called the 17 Rivers chapter of the American Indian Movement. But again, it's not an organization. It's a spiritual movement. It's a sober movement. It's a justice movement. So I'm gonna sing it if I can, because my voice is going. And just know that our songs are not performances. When we pray with these songs, they're from the heart. So do not judge my voice, judge my heart. Yahweh, I, 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 I,
Jason Keck, vocalist B.J. Lark, Representative Rashida Tlaib of Michigan, and Tennessee State Representative Justin Pearson will have the last word on today's show. They were among the voices at the Stop MVP rally outside the White House on June 8, 2023. They were rallying to tell President Biden to shut down the controversial 300-mile pipeline that will bring fracked gas from West Virginia to Virginia and is a pet project of Senator Joe Manchin, a concession to him for backing uh, Biden's weakened Inflation Reduction Act legislation. Approval of the pipeline was tacked on to the recent debt ceiling legislation. And as you heard Representative Tlaib say, what does the pipeline have to do with the debt ceiling? So anyway, that will do it for today's episode of On the Ground. OnTheGroundShow.org, voices of resistance from the nation's capital. You can contact us, work with us, support us, and listen to all of our current and past shows on the website we maintain, OnTheGroundShow.org. If you like the show, let us know by liking us on Facebook or Twitter or Patreon.com forward slash OnTheGroundShow. The music we played this hour included Welcome to D.C. by Mambo Sauce, Ace from Common featuring Walter Smith III and Matthew Stevens, and our theme music is Voodoo Child by Jimi Hendrix. I'm Esther Averam. Until next time, keep raising your voice. Peace. On the Ground is a totally listener-sponsored, supported show, and we are in need of your support. If you rely on the show, if you listen to the show, you come to look forward to what we are able to offer every week, please 
support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash on the ground show. And you can also give on our website through PayPal or other means if you want to send a check. All that information is there. But please, please support us. I want to thank our supporters on Patreon so much. And for those who are already supporting, if you can tell a friend who you know would love to sign up, we need the support. Patreon.com forward slash on the ground show or go to on the ground show.org. Thank you.